Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, December 8th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include Congress deals with debt, wages set to rise, and welcome to a new working week in the Middle East. Those stories and more, but first, let's check markets. S&P 500, NASDAQ 100, and Dow futures are up as much as half a percent. Brent crude is higher by four-tenths of a percent at $75 a barrel. Natural gas is higher by 3%. The yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.44%, and the dollar strengthened versus the British pound at 132. It's steady against the Japanese yen and the euro. Gold is higher by a half a percent, trading at $1,793 an ounce, and Bitcoin trades at $49,000. Stocks in Europe are lower by two-tenths of a percent, while shares in Asia closed higher, with stocks in Japan up nearly one and a half percent, Stocks in Hong Kong were up a tenth of a percent, while in China they gained 1% and nearly 2% in India. Stocks making move before the open. Apple shares are higher by seven-tenths of a percent in pre-market trade after a report in Nikkei Asia saying that supply chain problems and power supply restrictions in China have hit Apple's iPhone 13, with production falling 20% short of targets in September and October. The report noted that assembly on iPhones and iPads stopped completely at some Chinese factories during the Golden Week holidays in early October. COVID-19 related disruptions to component plants in Vietnam and Malaysia also contributed to the problems. Shares of Southwest Airlines are up more than 1% in pre-market after the air carrier raised its outlook for fourth quarter revenue and cut its estimate for fuel costs. Pager duty is up 10% after reporting third quarter results that surpassed consensus on top and bottom line estimates. Shares of Pfizer are higher by 1% after the company said that three doses of its COVID-19 vaccine neutralized the Omicron variant, according to results of an initial laboratory study. Now our top stories. The U.S. House of Representatives took a step Tuesday toward preventing a possible default on U.S. debt. The chamber passed a bill that would allow the Senate to raise the country's borrowing limit with a simple majority vote. And companies are planning for greater wage increases next year than at any point since the 2007-2009 recession. That's according to a new survey by the Conference Board. Set for release today, the survey finds that companies are setting aside an average of 4% of total payroll for wage increases next year. That's the most since 2008. And the United Arab Emirates government has decided to shift the national weekend to Saturday and Sunday. The move is designed to synchronize with global markets, instituting a four-and-a-half-day working week beginning in January. In other news, the House approved a nearly $800 billion defense policy and budget bill that authorizes $25 billion more in defense spending than requested by President Biden. The legislation includes pay raises for troops and money for military construction, ships and aircraft, and increases spending by about 5% over last year's budget. The Biden administration has lowered annual production requirements for ethanol and other biofuels in order to account for reduced demand as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. At the same time, the administration moved to reject requests by small oil refineries to be exempted from ethanol requirements. 
The U.S. has called on Germany to commit to scrapping Russia's Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline as part of a package of potential sanctions that would be implemented in the event that Vladimir Putin invades Ukraine. European natural gas prices rose more than 7% after the report. Japan's economy shrank more than initially estimated in the July to September quarter due to weaker spending by consumers and the government. The world's third largest economy after the United States and China contracted more than 3.5% on an annualized basis. And the U.S. trade deficit narrowed sharply in October as an increase in exports of U.S. energy and agricultural commodities outpaced growth in imports. In company news, Kellogg said a majority of its U.S. cereal plant workers have voted against a new five-year contract, forcing it to hire permanent replacements as employees extend a strike that started more than two months ago. Temporary replacements have already been working at the company's cereal plants in Michigan, Nebraska, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee. Luxury home builder Toll Brothers said it projects 20% growth in revenue in fiscal 2022. The company expects to deliver nearly 12,000 units in the full year at an average delivered price of almost $900,000. Shares of Rene Solar are down about 9% following Q3 earnings, which missed expectations and guided to Q4 revenue that were below consensus. Animal health company Zoetis raised its quarterly dividend by 30% and approved a new $3.5 billion share repurchase program. Raytheon Technologies announced a $6 billion share repurchase program, and Blackstone has also authorized a repurchase of up to $2 billion of the company's common stock and Blackstone Holdings partnership units. That replaces the company's prior authorization of $1 billion. Warehouse and delivery workers, along with drivers for Amazon Flex, couldn't scan packages or access delivery routes while some Ring devices went offline, as well as voice assistant Alexa, because of an outage at Amazon Web Services. Automaker Stellantis plans to generate about $22.5 billion in incremental annual revenue from software services and subscriptions by 2030. Stellantis is the world's fourth largest automaker with brands such as Jeep and Dodge. Woodside Petroleum outlined plans to spend about $5 billion by 2030 in new energy markets and renewables. This week, Woodside said it secured a lease and option to purchase vacant land in Oklahoma for future development of modular hydrogen facilities. Carlisle Group has sold a portfolio of six wind farms in northern and western New York to power company AES Corp. Stanley Black & Decker has signed a definitive agreement for the sale of most of its security assets to Securitas AB for $3.2 billion in cash. Brunswick Corporation has purchased land in Reynosa, Mexico, adjacent to its current boat manufacturing facility, which will expand its manufacturing capacity. Nestle has agreed to reduce its stake in L'Oreal, the maker of Nescafe Coffee and Purina Pet Food, said it would sell about 22 million shares of L'Oreal stock, about $10 billion worth, back to the French company, pairing its stake to about 20%, down from 23%. And the list of the world's top drinking spots has been released by the world's 50 best bars organization, with London's Connaught Bar grabbing the, st- the top spot for the second consecutive year. The bar's menu includes classics such as the Connaught Martini alongside new concoctions such as the Ellipsis, which features dots of edible paint on a square of ice. And a handful of U.S. bars did make the cut, including three in New York.
And Cipriani, the Manhattan venue for celebrity galas and corporate holiday parties, faces the prospect of foreclosure at two New York City locations after defaulting on its mortgage last year. At 7 a.m., S&P 500, NASDAQ 100, and Dow futures are higher by as much as half a percent. Brent crude is up about a half a percent at $75 a barrel. Natural gas gains 3 percent. The yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.44 percent. The dollar is strengthening against the British pound at 132 and remains steady against the Japanese yen and euro. Gold trades at $1,793 an ounce, and Bitcoin is trading around $49,000. Stocks in Europe are lower by two-tenths of a percent. Coming up today, the Bureau of Labor Statistics releases the Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey. Companies reporting results include Brown Foreman, Campbell Soup, Oracle, and GameStop. And the Bank of Canada announces its monetary policy decision. Thanks for listening, and have a successful day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.